Shabbat Shalom to everyone. Praises be to our loving Abba that we are gathered once again to be assembled for the purpose of worshiping and glorifying Yahuwah Alahim. Today we are observing and celebrating the Day of Atonement, one of the festivals that Yahuwah Abba bestowed upon his people for the benefit of our souls. So today, as we observe the Day of Atonement, we do so in a way that of a way of celebration and thankfulness because we remember the atonement for our sins that was provided for each one of us by the sacrifice of Yahuwah Alahim when he gave up his son to die that we can be saved. And also because of the sacrifice of Yahusha our king who endured the cross for our sake that we can forever be with him, especially after he appears for a second time. So we rehearse that day. We profess by faith that we will see him again. And so we observe the day of atonement, an expression of thankfulness and gratefulness to Yahuwah Abba and Yahusha HaMashiach. However, what must be our part? What does Yahuwah want from each of us, especially as we approach the observance of this day, the day of atonement? Let's go ahead and read the book of Leviticus 23, 27 to 29, on exactly the 10th day of this seventh month, is the Day of Atonement. It shall be a holy convocation for you, and you shall humble your souls and present an offering by fire to Yahuwah. You shall not do any work on this same day, for it is a Day of Atonement, to make atonement on your behalf before Yahuwah your God. If there is any person who will not humble himself, on this same day, he shall be cut off from his people. So as we observe the Day of Atonement, what is required from his people who assembled together in a holy convocation before him? The Bible makes it clear it is our individual responsibility to humble ourselves. Now, how important, how critical is it that as we assemble together today, that we take the time to truly humble ourselves before Yahuwah. The Bible says, anyone who fails to humble himself or to humble herself, that person shall be cut off from his people. So we can see the importance of humbling ourselves. You might be thinking, what is the purpose of humbling ourselves? Well, humbleness or humility is the key for one to be able to learn the purpose, the reason for our atonement. Brethren, the atonement for our souls, that's a big deal. And we need to learn the purpose and the deep reason behind why it was needed for us to be atoned for. But for us to grasp and to fulfill the deeper purposes of atonement, it must begin with humility. Well, how can we truly humble ourselves, especially on this day of atonement? Let's read the book of James, chapter 4, 8 to 10. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up 
in honor. So how can we truly humble ourselves, especially on the day of atonement? We must show sorrow. We must show deep grief because of the sins that we have committed against Yahuwah Alahim. As human beings, do we commit sin, brothers and sisters? Yeah, right? Even after we have been redeemed by the precious blood of Yahushua, we know as human beings, we are still guilty of sin. What must be our response whenever we commit sin? It should be deep sorrow. It should break our heart. It should cause us to humble ourselves and confess our sins, our sins to Yahuwah, to be repentant in our hearts. Is that what we do? Beloved brethren, because there are some when they commit sin, which is actually the tendency for human beings, is they make excuses, right? For example, you get caught. Maybe you're in school, you get caught cheating. What is your natural response? You make excuses, right? People rationalize the sins that they're guilty of. It makes them feel better because nobody wants to feel guilty, right? However, the Bible tells us whenever we commit sin, we need to allow the suffering, the pain that is the result of sin to penetrate our heart. This is why the Bible says, let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. And this deep grief that we feel in our heart, you know what that will do? It will open our heart to receive the joy of Yahuwah. And so what is the good result? If we will humble ourselves, especially on this day that we have set apart to observe the day of atonement. The Bible says those who humble themselves. What does the passage say? The Bible says he will lift you up in honor. You see, when our hearts are broken because of sin, and because of this, we approach Yahuwah with repentant hearts, God will come close to us. And when God comes close to us, he will lift us up. And so we will experience that deep joy that began with deep sorrow. You see, the day of atonement may begin with deep sorrow, but its purpose and end is for us to experience the deep joy that comes from the presence of Yahuwah Abba. But the key is humility, humbling ourselves. That's the path back to Yahuwah. And this is the path Yahuwah wants us to take. It begins with humility. Do you know how the people of God in the past attempted to show and demonstrate to Abba their humility. Let's read the book of Isaiah 58, 2 down to 4. For day after day, they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways, as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. You know what we read today is actually a rebuke that comes from Yahuwah Abba that he wants his people to know 
because during these times, when the day of atonement is approaching, the people of God in the past developed the habit of fasting to show their humility before Yahuwah Abba. So Isaiah 58 is all about the people's attempt to get the attention of Yahuwah, especially on a day of atonement. And this attitude, this habit, this motion of penance, where you fast, and some of them even put on sackcloth, that was actually carried over into the days of the apostles. This is why during the days of the apostles, the day of atonement was also called the fast. It was a season when the people of God prepared with fasting and humiliation of self so that they can cause Yahuwah Abba to hear their prayers and to heed their voice. However, what was the rebuke of Yahuwah Abba? Did you notice in this passage that Isaiah wrote, which also applies to us today? Did you notice the complaint of the people of God? The Bible says, why have we fasted and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? In other words, they're asking themselves, we're doing our best to show humility. We're doing our best to humble ourselves. We're fasting. We're putting on sackcloth. Why is Yahuwah God not listening to our prayers? Why have we not been blessed by him? What was the answer of Yahuwah Abba? The Bible says, that's not the fasting I'm looking for. Yes, you are fasting. You are showing external signs of fasting, the rituals that you do. However, what Yahuwah God is interested in are not the external behaviors that we put out there. No. What is Yahuwah Abba looking into? What's in our mind? What's in our heart? This is why we cannot deceive Abba. We cannot hide anything from him. He can read our thoughts. He can read our hearts. We're claiming we're fasting. We're claiming we're humbling ourselves. But what is really in our hearts? Because the Bible says you are fasting, but your fasting ends up in what? Quarreling, strife, division, fighting amongst yourselves. What does that show? The fasting, the humbleness, the humility that was supposed to be given to Yahuwah Abba that was not really seen from their hearts. And so what fasting does Yahuwah Abba seek? What kind of expression of humility does Yahuwah Abba want to see in us? Isaiah 58, 6 down to 7. No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. What is the fasting? The expressions of humility that Yahuwah wants to see in us. Bible says what Yahuwah wants are the deeds that come from a truly humble heart. What are these deeds? These are deeds of helping those who are in need, like people who are poor. The Bible says, share your food with the hungry. However, there are times when people do that, but their hearts and their minds are not changed because maybe they do that only to put on a show. 
Remember, Yahuwah God can see right through us. And so the purpose of humbling ourselves is to open our hearts and our minds to be taught by Yahuwah that we can be changed so that our path can be changed. That's what Yahuwah God wants to do, especially on the day of atonement. He wants to change our path. Do you know why? Because he doesn't want us to take the path that leads to destruction. He wants us to take the path that leads to everlasting life. And so it begins with humility. Because when one is humble, he is teachable. Yahuwah can teach him or her if they would want Yahuwah Abba to take over the direction of their life. How else can we humble ourselves, especially on the day of atonement? Let's read the book of Isaiah 58, 13 and 14. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Don't pursue your own interests on that day. But enjoy the Sabbath and speak of it with delight as Yahuwah's holy day. Honor the Sabbath in everything you do on that day. And don't follow your own desires or talk idly. Then Yahuwah will be your delight. I will give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance I promised to your ancestor Jacob. I, Yahuwah, have spoken. How else can we express true and sincere humility? Before Yahuwah Abba, Bible says, keep the Sabbath day holy. How can we keep the Sabbath day holy? Instead of pursuing our own desires, what we pursue are the things that Yahuwah Abba desires in. In other words, we set apart this day to be completely focused upon Yahuwah. We delight in Yahuwah Abba. And when we do this, what will Yahuwah Abba do? Bible says, and Yahuwah will be your delight. I will give you great honor and satisfy you. You see, true humility may begin with sorrow, but it always ends with what? With joy. Because Yahuwah will always lift up those who come to him. But those who come to him must begin with humble hearts, they go to Yahuwah and say to him, loving Abba, you are right. I am wrong. Correct me of my mistakes and lead me to a path that brings me close to you. This is how we must approach the observance and celebration of this feast day, the day of atonement. However, for us, members of the assembly of Yahushua, who must we remember, who must we be thankful to because of what he did that was conducted to satisfy the requirement of the day of atonement. Let's read the book of Hebrews chapter 9 and the verses 12. When Christ went through the tent and entered once and for all into the most holy place, he did not take the blood of goats and bulls to offer as a sacrifice. Rather, he took his own blood and obtained eternal salvation for us. How must we remember and celebrate the day of atonement? By remembering King Yahusha, our loving Mashiach, because of what he did for our sake. What did he do to satisfy the sacrificial requirement of the day of atonement? The Bible says he became our high priest. Keep in mind, on the Day of Atonement, there was a sacrifice that was led by the high priest. 
who became our high priest, Yahushua. And so when we observe the Day of Atonement today, we do so by professing faith in our King Yahushua as our high priest. But as a high priest, what did he do that was not done previous to him? The Bible says he did something that could never have been done. You know what that was? Because before, when the high priest would offer the sacrifice of atonement, he would sacrifice the blood of bulls and goats. But our high priest, Yahushua, instead of sacrificing the blood of bulls and goats, what blood was used for our atonement? It was his own blood, which meant he had to die on the cross. This is why we are so thankful to our loving Mashiach. He was thinking of us as our high priest so that we can be atoned for for our sins. And so that's one of the purposes of atonement, to cleanse us of our sins. And when we are cleansed by our, uh, cleanse of our sins, what is the result of that? You notice what the Bible says? Go back. You notice what the Bible says right there, right? He took his own blood and what did it obtain for us? Eternal salvation. And so we can now answer uh, partly the question that we posed earlier. When we started out our lesson today, it requires humility, right? For us to understand and to fulfill the purpose of our atonement. What is that question? Well, what is the purpose of atonement? We know, number one, it is for our sins to be cleansed. And when our sins are cleansed, what becomes of our hope? It seals our hope because it buys for us what we call eternal salvation so we know the purpose of atonement number one cleansing of sin number two reconciliation that leads to salvation but you know what there's also another reason why atonement was given for us there's a deeper reason a deeper purpose that we need to understand because this deeper reason and purpose is something that we can act upon the first two, Yahuwah Abba has already done for us by giving up his son. The first two have already been done for us by Yahusha giving up his life. He has get, they have given us cleansing and the promise of salvation. But there's something deeper. What is that? What is the deeper purpose of the Day of Atonement that we need to understand today? Let's read the book of Romans 5, 9 to 11. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, that's the process of reconciliation. What happened? He will certainly save us from God's condemnation. That's the promise of salvation. But it doesn't end there. Let's continue. Verse 10. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice. We can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Yahushua Christ has made us friends of God. What is the deeper purpose of our atonement? It's not only to cleanse our sins, not only to put us right with God so that we can have salvation from the condemnation, the wrath of God is upcoming, but also so that we can have a wonderful new relationship with God. What is that wonderful new relationship? We become the sons and daughters of God. Not only sons and daughters of God, God also becomes our friend. 
Isn't that wonderful? I mean, who are we? Think about it. Who are we? We are but dust, right? Who are we human beings to be called a friend of God? That is indeed a wonderful truth to behold and to hold on to. It's something worthy of eternal celebration. If somebody told you, you are going to be a friend of God, or if somebody told you, God wants to be your friend, how would you feel? I mean, when we are in high school, maybe, you know, some people were popular, right? And when you find out they want to be your friend, you get excited. Or maybe you are working in an office and there are people who work in the higher echelons of that company and they want to be your friend because they admire you, right? Don't you feel good? But think about this, the creator of the universe, Yahuwah Abba, the one who spoke into being all of reality. What if he told you, I want you to be my friend. I want to be with you. That's staggering. You cannot even possibly imagine what that really means. When we take the time to process that in our minds, it's very, very hard to grasp. How could someone like Yahuwah love someone like us to the point he made provisions so that we can become his friends, his sons and daughters in a special and wonderful new relationship. So when we look at the question, what is the purpose of atonement? Not just for cleansing of our sins, not just for our salvation. Most of all, it's because number three, Yahuwah Abba, he wants to have a special relationship with us. Do you know how Yahuwah demonstrated powerfully, visually powerfully, that he wants to have a special relationship with us by giving up his son to die on the cross. Let's read what it says in the book of Matthew 27, 50 to 51. Yahushua again gave a loud cry and breathed his last when he died, right? Look, then, right after he died, then the curtain hanging in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook. The rock split apart. How did Yahuwah Abba demonstrate powerfully that he indeed wants to establish a loving and wonderful relationship with us human beings? Look what Yahuwah did when Yahusha, his beloved son, died on the cross. The Bible says the curtain hanging on the temple. What happened to that curtain? The Bible says it was torn into two. Do you know what that curtain was? <laughs> What is that curtain all about? It's what separates the holy place from the most holy place. What's found in the most holy place? I think my beloved daughter knows the answer. What can we find in the most holy place? That's right. The Ark of the Covenant. What's so special about the Ark of the Covenant? It is the chosen place where Yahuwah's mercy and his glory is manifested during the days of Israel. In fact, the Ark of the Covenant is so special, you're not allowed to touch it. And so when they carried the Ark of the Covenant, they had to put poles through it. Because if you were to touch it as human beings, you're going to die. And so it was placed in the most holy place. It was covered by a curtain. No one can cross that curtain. No one except for one man. Who was that? The high priest. And the high priest can only go through the curtain once a year. What day? Day of atonement. So on the day of atonement, an opportunity is given 
What is that? The curtain is opened, right? And the high priest enters the most holy place and he will see the presence and the glory of Yahuwah Abba so that the offering is accepted by him for the blessing of the entire people. Brethren, the Bible says when Yahusha died, the curtain was torn in two. How was it torn in two? From top to bottom. What does that show us? Who was the one who tore that curtain in two? Yahuwah from heaven. From top to bottom. Not from bottom to the top, but from top to bottom. Yahuwah is demonstrating to each and every one of us. I'm removing the obstacle. Because he wants to have that special relationship with us. That was not available during the days of the Old Testament. It is present now with us. And so because of this, what, what does Apostle Paul teach us concerning our relationship with Yahuwah Abba? Hebrews chapter 10, 19 to 22. We have then, my friends, complete freedom to go into the most holy place by means of the death of Yahushua. He opened for us a new way, a living way, through the curtain that is through his own body. We have a great priest in charge of the house of God. Let us come near to God with a sincere heart and a sure faith, with hearts that have been purified from a guilty conscience and with bodies washed with clean water. What does it mean? That after the death of Yahushua HaMashiach, Yahuwah tore into two the curtain that separates the holy place from the most holy place. It means complete freedom. Before there was no freedom like that. Once a year by one man, only he can go into the most holy place. But today we have complete freedom to go into the most holy place. What does that mean for each and every one of us? It means we have a new way a living way by which to relate to our loving Abba. In other words, we can be into the presence of Yahuwah in a way that was never possible before. This is why we are so thankful to Yahuwah and to Yahusha because of the opportunity we have now. And so because this opportunity has been opened to us, what does Apostle Paul exhort us to do? He says, let us come near, near to God with a sincere heart and a sure faith. Let us not waste the opportunity that Yahuwah is giving us to be close to him. It is as though he tore the curtain and he beckons to all of us, his sons and daughters come to me. I want to be with you. He wants to have a special closeness with us. We need to go close to Yahuwah Abba. And as we approach Yahuwah Abba, especially on this day of the Day of Atonement and every single day of our life, when we go near to him, what should we implore and ask him for? Psalms 25, 4 to 5, 8 to 10. Teach me your ways, O Yahuwah. Make them known to me. Teach me to live according to your truth, for you are my God who saves me. I always trust in you because Yahuwah is righteous and good. He teaches sinners the path they should follow. He leads the humble. He leads the humble in the right way and teaches them his will with faithfulness and love. He leads all who keep his covenant and obey his commands. What should we ask our loving Abba? 
in as much as he wants to have this relationship with us, let us ask Yahuwah Abba, Father, teach us your ways. Teach us your will. Make them known to us. We need the guidance of Yahuwah Allahim, especially now, during these last days when we are being tested, when deception is all over the world. We need to know and to discern the truth from error. We need the guidance of Yahuwah. And so let us go to him and ask him, Father, please be close to me. Talk to me. Show me. Teach me your ways. But who? will be taught by Yahuwah Abba, the one who wants to learn. Why would Yahuwah teach us if we're not willing to learn? But who are those who are willing to learn, even if they are sinners? Because the truth of the matter is, as human beings, even after our atonement, we are still guilty of sin. But we confess our sins and we humble ourselves. Why? Because when we humble ourselves, when we repent of our sins, the Bible says he leads. He leads the humble in the right way and teaches them his will. Every day, every moment, let us go to Yahuwah and ask Yahuwah, teach me, please. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to learn? Maybe some of us are going through difficult moments in life. Maybe some of us have many problems. Maybe some of us are being tested. Maybe some of us are going through great difficulties. Be a sickness, a problem with someone you love. Why not go to Yahuwah Abba? Father, teach me your will. Teach me your ways. I want to learn from you. I want to know what you want me to do. Don't you think Yahuwah Abba will do that? Just think about it, brethren. He gave up his own son so that he can be with us. Not just to give salvation, but to walk with us, to be our friend. He wants us to be his friend because he wants to walk with us. And when you think about that, who are we? But let us ask Yahuwah Abba, Father, teach me. I want to keep walking with you. I never, ever want to be taken away from you, to be led astray. I want to keep path with you. And when we walk with Yahuwah Abba, he will bless us. Brothers and sisters, even before Yahuwah sends his son, so that we can be with Yahusha in the air. Even now, in our life on earth, it doesn't matter what you're going through. Even now, what can we experience if we will approach Yahuwah, especially since our souls, our sins have been atoned for? Let's read the final passage of our studies today in the book of Psalms 16, 5 to 6, 8 to 11. You, Yahuwah, are all I have. And you give me all I need. My future is in your hands. How wonderful are your gifts to me. How good they are. I'm always aware of Yahuwah's presence. He is near. And nothing can shake me. You will show me the path that leads to life. Your presence fills me with joy. And brings me pleasure forever. Brethren, although Yahuwah is in heaven, we are here on earth. Because Yahuwah wants to fellowship with us, 
What can we experience even now, even now, especially as we go through the difficulties in life? We can experience the presence of Yahuwah Abba. Brothers and sisters, we need to grasp how fortunate we are today. During the days of Israel, ancient Israel, the Day of Atonement began as a day of anxiety, day of sorrow, because they did not know what the outcome would be. Will their high priest be able to come out of the tent to provide atonement for the people on that day of atonement? What if the high priest fails? What shall become of them? They will be judged. They will not obtain forgiveness and fellowship with Jehovah Abba. And so it was a day of anxiety. But when the high priest would come out, they would celebrate. They would cry out in great Choice, great joy and celebration because they know Yahuwah would forgive them and Yahuwah would fellowship with them. Brethren, today we have the opportunity to experience something deeper than that because today there's no more curtain that hangs in the way. Yahuwah has torn that into two and he's telling us, he's telling us, I can be with you. But it's up to us to choose that. It's up to us to choose to experience the presence of Yahuwah Abba. How does it begin? With humility. If we go to him, loving father, I confess my sins to you. I approach you now. I'm always aware of your presence. Then he will become very close to us. And when Yahuwah is close to us, when we feel the presence of Abba, what does his presence fill us with? The Bible says... Your presence fills me with joy and brings me pleasure evermore. It is as though Yahuwah Abba is telling us, not only do I want you to be safe, I want to be with you now and take you by the hand and walk with you all the way, all the way to your final destination to be with me forevermore. When we have this presence in our midst, Yahuwah fellowshipping with us, what becomes of our conviction? Just like David, Yahuwah, you are all I have, and you are all I really want. Brothers and sisters, the day of atonement begins with sorrow and humility and affliction, but it always ends with celebration and joy. This is what we're going to do the succeeding days ahead in preparation for the Feast of Tabernacles. We celebrate with joy for what Yahuwah did, for what Yahushua has done, and for what they will do also in the future when at last Yahuwah will send his son to be with us so that we can be with Abba. And Abba will tabernacle with us. Praises be to our loving Father for giving us atonement. Let us fulfill the deep purpose of that. Let us enjoy fellowship, relationship with Yahuwah who wants to be with us. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Abba, almighty and gracious Yahuwah Elohim. Thank you for we feel joy in our hearts. For we have been cleansed 
through the sacrifice of your son. We benefited from your grace, unworthy as we are. Thank you, loving Abba. You consider us as your friends. Who are we to say that? But we remember distinctly what you said before. If any man boasts, they should not boast of wisdom or riches or power. They should boast that they know you, loving Yahuwah. Father, you are our true riches because we, as human beings, we really have nothing that we can boast of. We are but human beings. But somehow, you took notice of us, despite our imperfections. And you chose us, and you brought us close to yourself to establish a deep relationship with us. You, who was the creator of all things, mindful of we who are but dust. And so we are moved to tears of joy because of the greatness of your unfailing love. We celebrate today, the day of atonement. You gave us your laws included. It's the way by which we can be put right with you. You gave up your son, that we can be your sons and daughters. Praises be unto you. Loving Mashiach, Yahushua, you are our high priest. We approach you humbly, begging and asking, please continue to show mercy. Because despite your sacrifice and work of redemption, we have done wrong. We have sinned against you. Despite our best effort not to fall, we fall and we stumble. Loving Mashiach, do not give up on us. We approach you now on this appointed day. Loving Mashiach, remember us. Do not cast us away. We begin this celebration with humility, remembering what you have done for us. But we confess our sins. We agree with you. We are sinners. Loving Mashiach, have mercy and forgive us completely all of our sins and bring us to the Father. Father, thank you, loving Abba, because you are close to us now. We are assembled together as your people from different parts of the world. We partake of your grace this moment. We ask and beg you, please, remove far away from us the sins and its consequences. And if because of our sins we have been afflicted with disease, we approach you, loving Abba, please remove disease from our bodies. Heal us of our sicknesses. Help us to find newness of strength as we delight on you on this day of Shabbat. Please manifest yourself. Help us to feel you not only today, but always. Walk with us if you will take hold of our hand. We will never fall. We will never be shaken, no matter what happens in this world. Thank you for blessing your people today. We celebrate the joy of your fellowship, the joy of your salvation. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen.